0: Stop doing those diet or workout fads to lose weight. Use the tried and true approach from Rockin' That Ideal Life that helps you find balance while enjoying food in moderation and nourishing your body. Try the Lean 30 program at rockinthatidealife.com and let today be your last
1: first day of your weight loss journey. When buying or selling your home, you need to feel protected. Realtor Mike Burgoyne not only looks out for your interests, but as a St. Louis area police officer, will make sure you feel safe and well-informed with every decision. Email mike at strikewithmike.com and start the process today. That's mike at strikewithmike.com. Hi, everybody. This is Ken Wilson. Once upon a time, I broadcast blues hockey. I always listen to Let's Go Blues Radio. It's everything
0: you'll want as a blues fan. Oh, baby. After reviewing the play, the call on the
1: ice, it was determined that the play was offside, no goal!
0: You do that, you go to the box, you know, uh, two minutes by yourself, and you feel shame. So your sweetie finally comes to a game and you barely play. Is that more awkward than puberty, or is
2: it pretty close?
1: Your mitt looks like a boa constrictor unhinged its jaw in an effort to consume a combat submarine. Let's do that hockey. Welcome to episode 11 of season 13. This is episode number 442 all time of the often imitated, never duplicated. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. We're the original St. Louis Blues hockey podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Special thanks to our sponsors, Dustin from rockinethidlife.com and realtor Mike Burgoyne. You can email at Mike at for proudly sponsoring the show. Please check them out. Also don't forget to check out our t-shirt shop at let'sgoblues.com for some well-designed and fairly priced blues themed t-shirts. It's Wednesday, December 20th and we're streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and apparently Instagram. Uh, I'm trying to get confirmation that that is the case, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I guess others might tell us later. Uh, to interact with the show on social media, our handle on all social channels is LGB Radio. Just search for us and you'll find us. And if you haven't already done so, please like, follow, subscribe, ring the bell, buy a T-shirt from our shop, hire us as the coaching staff for your kids' hockey team, or do whatever you can do to help us out. I'm your host, Jeff Ponder, and I'm joined by Bill Day, Kurt Price is facing allegations, and producer Austin is busy screening Eyes Wide Shut to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> the, the agenda for tonight includes Jordan. I got you, Bill. <laughs> the agenda for tonight includes Jordan Kyrie's comments about his former head coach and how the fans reacted. Drew Bannister's first few games behind the bench, another coach firing in the NHL. All that and more on this very merry episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. So as I said, we're at least starting the show off without uh, Mr. Kirk Price. He may be joining us later, but I am joined by Bill. Bill, how's it going? You ready for a uh, big holiday season this year?
2: Um, getting there. Uh, it's, yeah, was choreing getting the house ready uh, right up until about 10 minutes before start time here tonight, so... Um yeah it, it's uh, it's in it's like a 3 week process in this house to get the house you know up to Julie's Christmas standards which get higher and higher every year so lots mm-hmm. of work but we're we're almost there uh, i there's light at the end of the tunnel
1: i've just got like straight hair all over my santa hat that i forgot to put on before the show started but mm-hmm. i just put it on so we're good but it is all over my face and i'm i'm going to have to go nuts uh, during the commercial break. Let's go ahead and take it now. I'm just kidding. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, I got a funny story for you uh, for my evening. So, okay, um, I won't ask you what bank you use, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you what bank I use. Uh, my wife and I use U.S. Bank, and uh, I had a terrible experience tonight, um, but funny, worth mentioning on the show, clearly. So, uh, what happened was... Uh, okay, for some reason they've got these new ATMs and they're, they look state of the, uh, top of the line, state of the art, good stuff. Um, but for every reason, and my wife says she doesn't have this problem, I cannot get it to take my deposits half the time. Like I'll go to like put money in and it just won't take it. It'll just like not even like the, the wheels aren't even rolling to like take the money or take the check. And so it's annoying. It's frustrating. I usually have to go to like two or three just to get it to work. Well, tonight I was, uh, you know, I was outside. It was cold. It was, uh, it was windy. I had $240 cash that I was trying to put into my bank account. And I go to shove it in. It's not going in. Boom. Out pops my money. And gust of wind comes, blows my $240 out of my hand. And it starts – It's I can see it just going across the parking lot. And I'm like, God. So I jump out of the car. There's three people behind me in line. They see me running after my money. I think I get it all. I put it in the car. I get out. I'm like, this effing thing. And I just take off. So then I go to another ATM. And, uh, you know, I go inside of a Schnooks, And I go to deposit it. I've only got $140. Oh. I'm like – Oh, I lost one of the $100 bills. And so I was furious. I was mad. If you follow me on Twitter, you probably saw me tweet at U.S. Bank and how mad I was. So I ended up saying, you know what? It's it's probably a lost cause. I'm going to drive back to the other ATM, and I'm going to look for that $100. So I drive back, and I get I pull up right next, like, close to where the ATM's at. But there's people in line, so I'm not in front of the ATM but I'm parked right next to him, which I thought after I did that, I'm like, that probably made him a little nervous. Like that's not normally something people do, but I was like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm just going to find my hundred dollars. So I'm starting, you know, I get out the flashlight. I'm looking over the parking lot, not seeing it. I can feel this one woman's eyes on me in this car. And I think she's just nervous. Like, what is this guy doing? And then as I'm like walking back to the car about to give up, there it is right next to my tire. I could not believe it. Christmas miracle. Um, Was it took me about ten minutes to look, and I finally found it. And I jump up and I'm yelling. I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it!" And the lady's got her window up, and I see her, and she is staring at me. And I'm just like, "Look, I found my hundred dollars. I found my (laughs) dollars." She's just giving me this crazy look, and I'm like, "She has no idea what I'm doing." This is probably scaring the hell out of her. So I'm like, I need to go. So I just got in my car and left. But I was like, I was just ecstatic. I was like, I can't believe it. It's been 20 minutes since I've been here, and it was still sitting there. But, hey, all's well that ends well, right?
2: Yeah, and and I think the moral of the story is pimping ain't easy.
1: Yeah, right, Exactly. I was not wearing this get up either. I was just wearing like oh. a black hoodie and jeans. So like, oh, yeah. I probably really look like a creep.
2: Yeah. You're totally sketch.
1: hmm. Yeah. so I, uh, lady, if, if some lady, you know, tells a story about a creep running around an ATM, please inform her of what happened.
2: Hopefully, uh, hopefully the police don't come knocking on your door during the show. Let's hope not. And, we'll and see. We actually have
1: allegations.
2: Uh, that That's true. derail the show.
1: I might actually have allegations against me for once. Uh, We'll see. Hopefully not. Um, Well, let's, uh, we had an announcement real quick. uh, So I actually have not checked, but I'm fairly certain. uh, Puck Podcast released an episode today. Uh, I was on this week to discuss the, mostly the Craig Berube firing, the Jordan Kyrou situation after. But we did talk about Drew Bannister and other things going on with the Blues. Uh, It was an interview. I was not a guest host. Uh, so tune into the second period of the Puck Podcast if you want to hear my take on uh, everything, uh, which it I, I shouldn't say this, but it's kind of silly to do that because you're about to hear it anyway. So right. if you want to hear it again, <laughs> tune into the Puck Podcast.
2: Right. No, the, it's it's a listener challenge. And so you're, the challenge is to see how many holes you can find in Ponder's story. There you go. There or just, just test his consist- consistency. Yeah, easy it, for me. To there's
1: going to be some inconsistencies. There usually is.
2: <clears throat>
1: uh, where where are we we start with Kurt with beers of the episode, then we go to you and then me. So we'll go to you first. But official beers of episode number four forty two. You can follow each of us on the Untapped app. Uh, Kurt's at Seat Price Twelve. Uh, me, Jeff Ponder is at jpotter Potter Ninety Four. Bill is at Billy Blue Note Thirty Three. Bill, please lead us off.
2: Well, it's cold outside, so it is definitely stout season, so I have the rested reserve uh it is a very interesting sounding beer double barrel aged weeded imperial stouts uh from those fuckers across the state in Kansas City, the not soccer capital of america um no our uh boulevard i've had several uh, you you're probably drinking a nutcracker um so we have uh yeah we have we we like we
1: like us some boulevard beer so that's that's the best part of kansas city yeah that and the uh, mavericks have you been out to a mavericks game out there
2: i've not i've i've not been to a sporting event in kc
1: so you but you've been to like a minor league hockey game before i guess right
2: I went to a River outers game.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So, well, you know then, uh, to a certain extent, minor league hockey is just a whole other experience. Mm-hmm. It is so much fun. Uh, it's all fan thing, engagement. It is. It is. It's 100% get people in the building because that's how we make our money because they don't get the big TV contracts. So um, they do the, the chuck-a-puck, which I love. I don't I I would imagine most rinks still do that, but yeah, River Routers used to were big on that. Literally, you're throwing pucks on the ice in first intermission, and uh, you know, not real pucks, foam pucks, but you're trying to like hit certain targets. And uh I think a lot of times it's just like the center face off dots and all that. But uh, you know, and then they got like the t shirt cannon. I mean, it's just always so much fun. So Mavericks games are fun too, but definitely Boulevard is the best part of uh Kansas City. And you are correct in your assumptions, sir, unless you uh, cheated and looked at X. Mm -mm. I am drinking a Nutcracker tonight. Uh, I figured uh, because I had one last week, I'm like, I don't normally double up. Um, But I was like, you know, last show before Christmas, it's a fucking great beer. It's going to be off the shelves the minute Christmas hits. Might as well just go ahead and drink it. So good beer. Again, favorite Christmas beer out there.
2: Yeah, I uh, I polished off my uh, what became a five pack because I had a party foul coming in from the car and lost one oh, of them. It was worst. I blame I actually blame the packaging because it was uh, you know how Boulevard packages in boxes rather than you know carryable six pack things. Yeah, the box failed and uh, I dropped it Ooh. and lost one of them. So. Uh, but enjoyed the other five immensely. So
1: when uh, when Shay was uh, when my son was, gosh, he had just started walking. So uh, he was a little late to the game because uh, he's got some special needs. But whatever, whatever that was, uh, I'm terrible with years. Um, he had just gotten out of the car, and I picked up a um, one of those cubes of Dr Pepper. Mm-hmm. And the 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 handle just gave way. The thing smashed to the floor. And, I mean, soda just started, like, you know, you know, kind of shoots out. And it just shot out of, like, three cans. And it got all over me and all over him. I remember just looking at him. And he's just kind of standing there, like, with his arms up. And he just looks down. And his pants are soaked. They're brown from the Dr. Pepper. And he just kind of looks up at me. And he just gives me this look like, what the fuck, dad? And then he just started screaming because I guess it was probably cold and wet and surprised the hell out of him. But it was such a delayed reaction that I was like, yeah, that sucks, bud. I'm with you. This is the worst. (laughs) Yeah, I
2: probably thought he was in trouble. You know, brown liquid on
1: pants. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's usually his fault. Uh, That one was uh, was all me. All right. You know, it was all Dr. Pepper. Screw that. That was not my fault. Uh, we got a couple happy holidays uh, wishes coming in. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, Thanks, everybody. We appreciate it. Um, Always good to hear from you guys. And I'll add, too, that if for – I don't know how many views we get on Twitter. I don't even think we really look at that because it has never allowed comments before. So we've just kind of said, yeah, we'll stream on Twitter. Hopefully we get some views. Apparently now you can comment on Twitter. So if you are watching us on Twitter right now, apparently you can comment now, and we will see the comments. I don't know how that works. I need to look into that, but I thought that was pretty cool. Plus, like I said, I think we're on Instagram too. So a lot of big things happening here for Let's Go Blues Radio. let see what happens when Kurt doesn't show up.
2: We take it over. Well, we do take it over.
1: Um, <laughs> exactly. You know me. I am great at social media. Yes, social media and uh, technology. Bill is Bill is our man. Those those are my two favorite things. Hmm. Um. Man, you guys are awesome. We're getting more. Uh, Ken Morris. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas to you, Ken. Um, and happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, happy Boxing Day. Uh, yeah, Ken, you celebrate Boxing Day, right? Uh, Mister Canadian. So, happy all of that to everybody. Uh, so first big news story of the night. Um, we've obviously got a lot to talk about, but this was one that came over the wire. Well, I saw it today, Bill. I don't know if you saw it, uh, anytime before that, but I believe the story was published today. Amazon prime may be the new home for blues and Cardinals games. Uh, Amazon is quote in talks to invest in diamond sports group a move that would advance the e-commerce giant's aggressive push into sports content as it takes on streaming rivals like Disney and Netflix. Uh, This was a report from the Wall Street Journal. Actually, it says it's a report on Monday, so I guess this is old news, but I just saw it today. Uh, If an agreement is reached, Prime Video, quote, would eventually become the streaming home for Diamonds Games. Uh, Diamond, which has the local rights to about half the teams in MLB and National, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, National Basketball League, and about a third of the NHL teams, quote, will continue operating uh, its cable networks through its existing partnerships, according to the report. So, um, sounds like there is at least a big possibility that Blues and Cardinals will be moving full time to Amazon Prime. Uh, Diamond, Obviously, well, we've got. Is that me or is that you?
2: That was that was me. Testing. <laughs> I I was trying to test the the whole uh, post to Twitter and comment thing, and I, as I said before, I'm bad at social media.
1: I I might have to, I'll check it out at commercial break and see if there's anything well, different. I wonder if it's just like a reply to the video. Maybe I don't know. That's what I tried, and so far, no good. Okay. Well, we'll test out a couple things, but that was uh restreams big rollout today. Um but uh, your take Bill uh, for me like I I I love streaming. Um and I know that streaming is becoming the new cable uh because they are just packaging everything together. Oh, you want to watch uh FX? Well, you got to watch National Geographic and pay for this and pay for that and all these other things and I know that's kind of they're doing what cable has always done to us. So that's a shame but i I do like streaming better. I just like the being able to just pick that's what I want to watch right now rewind fast forward so I'm mm-hmm. all for this, but I know there is a sec- large portion of the fan base that this would piss off so your take bill
2: yeah no uh bring it on as soon as possible um i'm I'm very much over um having uh having to deal with uh spectrum and um like my my spectrum bill right now is insane and uh, you know i i tried the you know everybody knows the trick right call threaten threaten to move to something and they'll give you a deal no they won't not anymore they they are not doing that you have to apparently have uh they they segment their customer base, and apparently I am in the fuck them segment. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I I am all about them. Um, you know, moving on to Amazon because you know I, I'm, I am a uh, Prime subscriber, so I I would get that. But, uh, um, and then I could say piss off. Um, it's just my my biggest thing and and quite honestly um my life doesn't allow it as much um uh, but i i I would have to give up n h l network um which not a big fan of doing that, but you know like I said, my life doesn't allow me to watch it all that much right now, so it's if I go a year or two without it okay um that I'd be all for it
1: I think we said this last week that just needs to be a just a a stringing. Service NHL Network. Like to me, and again, I know we've said this before. Kurt said it. I think you've even said it. We've all said it. To me, that's not a money maker. That is a expose the game, expose our league to anyone. And so, if it's hey, your cable provider doesn't pick it up, that's okay. Just go to NHLNetwork.com and you can stream it live. Like that's how that should be. And I think if something like this happens, where you're literally pulling a section of your fans off of cable to go on Amazon prime, because again, it's not just Bally sports Midwest. It'd be all the Bally sports entities, which is like they said in the report, a third of the NHL, they're all going to be moving over to a streaming platform. So there needs to be an option to stream NHL network. If they're going to do that. Otherwise, you're literally telling people if you want the whole NHL package, you have to have cable and stream. That sucks. That, that is where it's like, come on, like pick one. Like right. as annoying as it is that they have the blackouts and all that, if they went to like basically to get our full access, you need to have both. That's that's completely asinine. So right. that would need to change.
2: And and I can't imagine that the ad revenue that they're making from JG Wentworth and direct to home catheter materials <laughs> is all that much. But that's 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 the only advertising you see on that show or, yep. or on that channel, right? It's, it's still it's, kind it's of pathetic. is if
1: you watch it during the day, like that's all it is is like infomercials. Um uh, so Anyway, I want to divide by zero. Ask Jeff: Can you explain why this would tick some fans off? Um, well, uh, if, okay. So the best example I think was when Do Albert you live Pughals, in America.
2: It's, yeah. Any, any any decision will piss somebody off.
1: Yep. Um, I think the best example is when Albert Pujols hit uh, home runs number six ninety nine and seven hundred. Uh, mm-hmm. That was that was Amazon Prime, wasn't no, it? No, that was, was Apple. That? That was Apple. Apple. That's right. It was on Apple TV. So, yes. uh, and again, divide by zero. I don't think you live in St. Louis. I don't even know if you're a Cardinals fan. So maybe you don't know what happened. But basically, Albert was going last year for uh, 700 home runs in his career, which is ridiculous. Uh, only a select few players have done that. I want to say four. could be wrong. Um, and uh, there was one game coming up late in the season. And people were even kind of circling it on the calendar and saying, he better not hit 700 in this one game possible because it's going to be streamed on mm. Apple TV, even though it was free. It was free to stream that game. You didn't have to buy Apple TV. You just had to download the app. But, of course, that's the game. Our pool sits two home runs, 699 and 700 And there was a large portion, probably mostly older, uh, of the fan base that were livid. They were absolutely livid. Because they said, I pay for this cable service, I pay for Bally's, I pay for Fox, why the hell can I not have seen Albert Pujols' seventh home run live? Again, that game in particular was silly, because it was free, all you need to do is download the app, but... You know how some people, sorry, Bill, how old people are with technology. <laughs> hey,
2: no, the, the elderly one is not here yet. So yeah,
1: that's true. That's true.
2: And um, I'm, but sure anyway, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's going to have a word to say about it because he did at the time.
1: Yes. Yes, he did. Um, But no, I, that's why. I think there's a lot of people who say just they're happy with cable, which cable's fine, uh, especially again with how streaming services have really kind of skyrocketed in price. Um but i think there's a large portion of people who say i am keeping cable i'm never going streaming and so if they move blues and cardinals to streaming only except for obviously like tnt and espn games then that's going to piss off that section of the fan base um it's unfortunate but bill like you said there's nothing you can do that won't piss people off nowadays yeah it's 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 the truth and i'll tell you
2: my 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 cable experience right now I am paying spectrum for the full cable th- experience except I do it through streaming devices. So mm. it's like the worst of both worlds. So I, we're, we're taking a hard look. We have way too many subscriptions. So if, uh, if I can downgrade and, you know, not have to carry a full thing of spectrum uh, while I have Amazon prime streaming you know as a part of my Amazon prime account, uh you better believe I will cut spectrum in a heartbeat
1: oh yeah yeah i I know a lot of people would i actually um my mom that's the only reason she held on to uh uh cable for so long it was because she liked being able to get the Cardinals and Blues games for when me, my brother, and a bunch of people came over um and not even really for her, just for us, because she knew we enjoyed it. And so we finally talked her out of it. She's like, well, how am I going to get the Cardinals and Blues games? And we're like, well, we can probably pull it up on our phone app and, and then stream it to your TV. And she's like, that's too difficult. So we finally talked her into it. This would actually, an old person, sorry, Mom, if you're listening, this would make her happy because she did finally go to streaming. And she's like, I miss not being able, like, you know, she – She missed all of the last season of Pools Molina, and last year with Wainwright. So, you know, this would make her happy. And as I said, it would make me happy. I like it. I like streaming. I think that is the future, even though they're kind of price gouging people a little bit now. I do think that's the way to go. So um, I'm all for it. We'll see what happens. There's plenty of time to go. It was announced the Cardinals will definitely be on Valley Sports Midwest um, all through the 2024 season. This sounds like this change might happen in September of next year. So that'll be right before the blue season starts. So uh, stay tuned to let's go blues radio, because we will keep you updated on what happens. If you have no idea like that,
2: we make a good middleman.
1: That's my, uh, that's my radio voice right there. Stay tuned to let's go blues radio Uh, bill. uh, We are, we are hard up against the break, Uh, hard up against a break um so we are going to uh take a quick break here uh you are listening to jeff and bill on let's go blues radio when we get back we will talk about everything blues including jordan Kyrou, craig ruby fallout uh drew banister behind the bench for the blues anything else that pops up over the last three games as well uh again you are listening to jeff and bill on let's go blues radio We'll return after these messages.
0: We've all tried a diet or workout fat at one time or another, but it always ends the same, right? We either lose the weight and then get back to our routine, but then put the weight right back on, or it just simply never takes hold. It's time to move into a habit-based program that focuses on organization and simplicity. Rockin' That Ideal Life's Lean 30 lays it all out for you with the correct food to eat, how to meal prep, and even sprinkles in plenty of healthy recipes. With Lean 30, you'll get the full ID Life arsenal, including energy for that needed kick, a tasty nourish shake for your needed fiber intake, slim Plus, to help control your cravings and provide a metabolic boost, lean capsules help bust those sugar cravings, and IED nutrition gives you the added punch you need that takes the guesswork out of what supplements to take. Join the many who are seeing success and make this your last first day on a new program. Visit rockandthatidealife.com to get started. And remember to email Dustin at rockandthatidealife at gmail.com for an extra 10% off exclusively for Let's Go Blues radio listeners. Start your transformation to the confident, vibrant person you've always wanted to be with rockandthatidealife.com.
1: St. Louis hockey fans know how it takes a reliable captain and a team of hard workers to achieve major goals. As a police officer and a hockey player, realtor Mike Burgoyne would wear the C in any situation. As a leader in the home buying or selling process, Mike has surrounded himself with a team of trustworthy inspectors, lenders, and escrow officers that work together more cohesively than Hall & Oates. And as a member of many teams in his life, Mike knows the service are first responders, veterans, nurses, teachers, and yes, even you Let's Go Blues Radio listeners provide the community so we offer special rates to those individuals. Find the value in Mike's leadership and teamwork today by emailing him at mike at strikewithmike.com or calling 314-753-4060. He'll work closely with you and only show you the homes that match your goals. That email again is mike at strikewithmike.com or call him at 314-753-4060 and succeed with your new teammate today.
0: Honey, where's the spatula
2: okay kids let's go there's just one place to go for all your spatula needs spatula city spatula city a giant warehouse of spatulas for every occasion thousands to choose from in every shape size and color and because we eliminate the middleman we can sell all our spatulas factory direct to you Where do you go when you want to buy name brand spatulas at a fraction of retail cost? Spatula City! Spatula City! And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine spatulas, get the tenth one for just one penny.
0: Don't forget, they make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with a gift of a spatula? Spatula City!
1: Spatula City!
0: Hello, this is Cy Greenbloom President of Spatula City I like their spatulas so much I bought the company
1: Spatula City,
2: seven locations We're in the yellow pages under Spatulas My, where did
0: you get that lovely spatula? Spatula City, we sell
2: spatulas And that's and now back to Let's Go Blues Radio, the
1: longest-running St. Louis Blues podcast with Price, Ponder, and Day. Well, I looked on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and uh, yeah, I I don't know how to comment on Twitter, and I don't see us live on Instagram, so we probably <laughs> have a little refiguring.
2: Right, we probably haven't paid the right fee to Elon to get uh, oh. comments to come through, and that's uh, what it is. Who knows? Who knows about Instagram? Uh, yeah, I, would, I don't know. I would uh, wonder if, if we're like if we're streaming on Instagram, does that also then spill over onto threads?
1: Oh, that! Oh my goodness, who knows? I have no idea. Uh, possibly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, uh, we don't.
2: Me, I I rely on you since I'm bad at social media to know these things.
1: I will pop over there very soon and take a look but uh i have no idea um i i just have no idea good lord um there's a very attractive woman on my television set are you watching the it's, yes <laughs> it's, it's just an eczema commercial oh okay that's all it is all right good to know um all right so folks uh we will start off here talking about Pretty much what I think everybody thought we would talk about, especially if you saw the title of the show, which, uh, by the way, did you see Matthew Carpenter's uh, comment here on Facebook? Uh, I don't know if it'll display the whole thing here. No, it will not. Um, so if you're uh, just living under a rock and you didn't look at the name of the show, I decided to have a little fun with it. I called it "Due Date or Dump, Kairu Armstrong or Berube. Uh, And uh, he's he actually answered here. I haven't listened yet here, but are mine. Uh, I haven't listened yet, but here are mine. Dump Kairou, anyone 25 years old and cries being booed for, for poor play is as soft as a baby's butt. You can't be a competitive athlete and be that soft. Date Armstrong, he has made a lot of mistakes lately, but his track record says he can fix this mess. I still have faith. Do Barubi, a good coach, got fired because of a roster he didn't construct that is just plain flawed. It has some good pieces, but it just doesn't mesh uh Thank you for answering the fun little question, Bill. you have thoughts on do date or dump <laughs>
2: um, no 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 i'll just i I would just get myself in trouble
1: um hmm. I'll say do cairo uh date barubi and dump armstrong
2: no i so i'll I would say I would. I would
1: do Cairo young and hot. Yeah. Right. right. He's and, got moves on the rink. Maybe he's got rooms in bed or r- moves in bed. <laughs> um,
2: Dump a Ruby. Cause uh, coaches get stale. And yeah,
1: that's true.
2: Yeah. And Dade Armstrong. Cause he's going to be around a while.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. GM for life, baby. And I think we just lost all of our listeners. <laughs> Um all right. So least, let's talk at least
2: those that were on Twitter. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because they tried to comment. Segment. They couldn't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh so let's talk about it, guys. Jordan Kyrie's comments about George, or about Craig Baruby's firing. Uh, and he got some backlash from fans for it, which we will discuss. So again, for those of you who maybe uh are unaware with what happened in this situation, if uh, you've been turned off from blues hockey. In the past week, Uh, so again, as you know, uh, Craig Berube was let go uh, at the end of the Red Wings game last Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, I'm sorry, Thursday, before the Blues took on the Ottawa Senators, Jeremy Rutherford, front of the show, asked Cairo on his relationship with Craig Berube, and his quote was, I've got no comment, he's not my coach anymore. Uh, He did go on to speak about Drew Bannister, the uh, interim head coach, and did make comments about how he's looking to make a fresh start, get their culture back, things like that, but uh obviously this was the context we were given. Um I we'll talk more about uh what Rutherford said later and and all that, but uh that was what came out on uh Thursday uh, yes, Thursday. Um so that the game the game mm-hmm. goes on that night. Uh so the fans uh first of all, okay. Let me just say this. So I don't know if you saw the video. Our friend Brandy Capone found it. Um, so, Doug Armstrong, uh, they showed the press conference at Enterprise Center for Doug Armstrong announcing Craig Berube's firing. Uh, and he was lit up with booze. I mean, Kairou got it bad. I thought Armstrongs was even worse. And there were less people in the the bowl than
2: there. Pre-game.
1: Yeah, it was pregame and it was louder than anything Kyru heard. I mean, it was it was deafening. Um, and I just thought, what was the in-game crew thinking? Uh, why would they show that before the game? Um, if you pay attention to and I know social media might just be a fraction of the audience, but if you judge by social media, there's a good portion of blues fans who are pissed off about this firing. He's your only Stanley cup winning coach. Why did you show that press conference?
2: It's it's because that's what they do. Right. Anytime Armstrong has a press conference, they put it up on the video board before the game. It's I thought, I thought everybody in this whole thing was tone deaf.
1: Yeah. Cairo, especially right. Yes.
2: You know, and that's, you know, I, 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 Friend of the show, Jeremy Rutherford, right? He's the one that published that, right? And he came out to clarify, you know, to try to give it more context. And he he promised to be better about giving context going forward. But I'm sure that got exactly what his bosses at The Athletic wanted, right? It was a stale, you know, a stale uh, atmosphere in St. Louis gets livened up by you know a a comment without enough context and you know it's kairu kairu should know better right but you know the what what i think you know what appears to be happening to me is that it has kind of reignited his the emotional side of him right He, he he You know, the whole breaking down in tears and and crying, you know, he, it to him, it was just a comment and, you know, he didn't, he didn't think about it at the time he said it, right? It was just, I don't want to talk about that. Right. And, and if, if he puts it that way, like I just, I'm, you know, like Ruby, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready to talk about this, right? If he puts it that way, fine, but it's, you know, he's not my coach anymore, Oh, that's, you know, that's like, you know, the, the kind of thing that just, it's social media fodder. And we don't get a lot of that with St. Louis no. Blues, right? It's no. a very, a very controlled atmosphere. Um, and, you know, that it was, it was uh, something that, that uh, everybody kind of jumped on. Um, yeah.
1: So I'll, I'll, I'll just add more context again real quick. So the fans booed uh, Kairou when he was announced as a starter in the Ottawa game. You mentioned tone deaf. I feel like Drew Bannister was a little tone deaf here. Mm-hmm. That was his – and it's funny to think about it because you really think about it. That's his first external move as a Blues coach is I'm announcing the starters for the game, and it's a home game. That's his first big move as a as a Blues coach. And he got it wrong. I'm sorry. You do not start Jordan Cairo after the backlash he got on social media. Literally fans on social media saying, I'm going to be at the game tonight. I'm going to boo him. And I don't know. I know Drew Bannister is not sitting on his, you know, flipping through X or Facebook and just being like, oh, yeah, it looks like uh, everyone hates Cairo. No, I mean, know that. But there had to be somebody who told him, hey, man. Kyrie's not loved right now. Don't let him get announced as a starter in the game. But that just never happened. He got yeah. announced and he got a rousing boo from the crowd.
2: Right. Now, to me, to me, it's it's a guy who is coming in. Right. He's not getting in till Wednesday uh coming from Springfield right it, so he's got to make the travel and he's got to try to you know make sure he's he's got living arrangements you know and and got to make sure that he's he's connecting with the right people in the front office and so he probably he probably took all of 10 minutes to think about who's my starting lineup what's right. going to be the what's going to make the you know the the biggest what's gonna make the most sense, right? is Go with this the number is one new, line. right this is a new era. I'm reuniting the number one line, and he's not paying attention to what's going on on you know on the social medias so it it happened right but yeah. but yeah it's it's definitely one of those things that you know uh like it's like we said it's like the whole thing kind of comes off as tone deaf by everybody,
1: yes, agree. Uh, so then, of course, fans continue to boo Kairu every time he touches the puck, uh, even received a rousing boo when he got an assist on uh, Pavel Buchnevich's goal, which we'll talk about later. I-, I loved that goal. That was very pretty. Uh, Kairu after the game, his quote was, uh, and there were tears, Hold- holding back tears at first, and then uh, did visibly cry in front of the cameras. Sorry if it sounded a bad way at all. I'm just really trying to focus on the future here and focus on what I can do to help get the wins for the boys. I obviously respect chief. He's been my coach the whole time I've been here. I respect everything he's done. He won a cup, you know, I'm just trying to focus on my future and focus on what I can do to help my team win. That's all I really meant. Uh, Then reporters did kind of push a little bit more. He says, it's just tough. I love playing here. So it's just tough to hear the fans booing me there. Uh, And yeah, he was, I mean, he was visibly upset and Mm -hmm. uh, I'll tell you. So Bill, listen, we had a ton of people that we talked to that were on the other side of this that, um, you know, don't boo Cairo. What he said wasn't that bad. And, and he was just saying the thing that I saw people saying, he said no comment. Like all he said was no comment. No, that's not all he said. I think if he just says no comment, I think people might still say, oh, well, yeah, you know, he doesn't want to talk about it because him and Perubi didn't have a good relationship. But I don't think it turns into holy shit, what a little bitch. Because that is what people were wanting to say about Hyrule. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the it's that last part of it that makes the no comment so mean so much more. It was he's not my coach anymore. Well, yeah, dude, we know that. But we're asking you're getting asked about your relationship with the guy. And, you know, we've all seen the I don't remember what game that was last year when They were hit. and Barubi were yelling at each other on the bench. We've seen Kairou get benched before we've seen him get held off uh, in important moments. Clearly there's some issues between those two. So when you factor all that in, we can read between the lines. And I thought that it was, (laughs) you mentioned tone deaf. I thought it was a little tone deaf by some people who said, what's he supposed to say? You know, do you want him to lie? And, and Yeah, a little bit. Um, The way that I see it is, and I know that they're in the public spotlight and this is just kind of how things go, but the way that I see it is a guy just got fired. Like, a dude just lost his job. Yeah, he's still getting paid. I know that. But you don't think Craig Baruby's a little upset that he just got let go from the team he won a Stanley Cup with? Like, to me, it's, you know, yeah, maybe you have a problem with with Baruby. Maybe over the summer next year, if you go on spitting chicklets or something, maybe then you'd say like, yeah, he's not my coach anymore. I don't want to talk about him right now. You take the high road and you just say, yeah, it's unfortunate. We didn't play well in front of him. Um, but, uh, you know, we're looking forward to getting Drew Bannister in here and seeing what he can do for us and, you know, building a, a positive future with him. Something along those lines, like, and that was literally just off the top of my head, like, this guy is PR trained. He should have had a better line ready. He knew he was going to get asked something along those lines. And to mm-hmm. me, he, took, he didn't take the high road. He took the, the shit road. He wanted to go down the gravel pathway and drag this out. And again, maybe he didn't mean that. Like he didn't mean to make it a big thing. But when you're underperforming too, that is going to help. That's going to be how people take it.
2: Part of me wants to give him more benefit of the doubt and say maybe he was worried that Jr was going to go down the path with um, or, you know, any anybody in the media. But Jr is the guy that was questioning him. Right. Um, Are you a coach killer? Right. And, And there's a bit of guilt. Right. Every every player that has been, you know, in in a locker room where the coach has been moved. You know, unless there is a hundred percent animosity, like Mike Keenan level animosity, there's got to be some level of guilt if if you had any kind of connection to the to the guy that got canned, right? Yeah, and and you know, there's probably something to that 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 Kyru, you know, was was feeling and wanting to stay away from, and you know, but yeah, my hope, it, my hope for this whole thing. Is that this is gonna trigger the maturation process for him to get into to high gear because that's my biggest knock on the guy, right? He is he's been in this league for long enough now, he needs to be more mature. And if there's anything to say from his place since that happened, he's got a fire lit right now.
1: Yep. And and I'll say I think that it's funny because um so okay, I'll just go ahead and mention him by name. Everyone knows we all love Steven ground and uh two guys, one cup podcast. Um, but Steven did kind of fly off the rails a little bit when uh, the, the video of Cairo kind of went, it did, it, it did for hockey fans, at least it went viral. Uh, everyone saw it. Uh, they mentioned it on spitting chiclets. I saw the reporters talking about it. Um, so that, that video went viral of him afterward crying um, on camera and I know Steven, and again, he's not the only one, but a bunch of people were like, look what you did. You pissed off a potential superstar. He's gonna want out. Are you fucking happy? You bunch of assholes. Like those were almost almost exact quotes from Steven. Um, I gotta say, I think this is the reaction people wanted. This is the reaction I wanted. I wanted him to hear the booze. And I'm and listen, I'm not I wasn't at the game. People, I got asked on the Puck Podcast if I were there, would I have booed Kyrou? That's a tough question to answer. I think I might have for for the for the starting lineup, uh, but I think after that, I would have let it go. But because um, uh, I didn't, I didn't appreciate that comment. To be honest, I, I didn't at all. I thought that was again taking the low road. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's the reaction we all wanted. I think it was, yeah, he heard him. It struck a chord with him, and now it's a learning process for him. It's, okay, this was a guy that was beloved. I probably shouldn't go to the Blues Reporter and talk shit on this guy, again, especially when I'm not producing the way I should be. So, yeah, everyone's going to hate you when you pull that shit. It's like you said, it's a maturity thing to me a mature NHL player. Let's say him and Bennington, him and uh, Thomas, had some kind of rivalry with each other. I don't think you're hearing Thomas or Bennington say anything like this. You might get a no comment, but that's it. It's not followed up with any other uh, qualifier. It's it's it, the it's what he said, the way he said it, and and again, knowing the past history with those two, I wanted him. I, I'm not saying I wanted him in tears because that that did kind of hurt a little to see him cry on camera I mean you know see these guys out there doing all this crazy shit on the ice you forget they're human sometimes but like I did want him to to kind of backstep be like oh shit yeah what I said was stupid I need to clarify and and I need to like you know kind of push back and say I'm sorry that's what he did and and I think it's just a great learning moment for Jordan Cairo. So uh, after, okay, so that was after the game. So the next game, uh, everyone was kind of interested in what happened, knowing the patterns from St. Louis hockey and just St. Louis sports fans in general. You knew what was going to happen, right? You knew he was going to get cheered. I know some people were saying, is he still getting booed? And I'm like, there's no fucking way. Because he backtracked, there's no way he's going to get booed again. So next game, Kyrou's no longer booed. Even got a slight cheer when he took the ice for his first shift. I was at this game, so I witnessed it live, and I was part of the people that cheered him. Um, so he scored on a breakaway in the second period, a uh, period, and uh, it got very loud because it was it wasn't one of those that was like a shot from the point. Did it go off, Kyrou? This was a breakaway. Jordan Cairo definitely got the goal. It was a beautiful shot, uh, great break in from the zone. That's that's what you want to see from him. And we haven't seen a lot from him getting that this year. Uh, So I was at that game, as I said, and uh, that is honestly, and this is going to sound crazy. uh, If any of you listening right now um, agree with me, if you were at the game, that was one of the loudest I've heard enterprise since the the game seven watch party in 2019. I mean, obviously there's been other moments, you know, uh, winning playoff series, other things like that. But this to me was one of the louder moments I've heard in the last four years, because I think, Fans wanted him to know, hey, it's okay, you fucked up, we forgive you. Uh, So he ends up getting the first star of the game with a goal and two assists. Again, insanely loud cheers from the crowd. Uh, He gets, you know, first star, gets interviewed by the the Blues Color commentator, which is Jamie Rivers. Uh, In his post-game interview, he says, quote, and he did say this, quote, it's fucking awesome. Fucking, I love playing here. Love this rink. Anytime the fans the, uh, rally behind you, it's unbelievable. I really felt the love today for sure. Uh, so, it, well, you know what's funny too, Bill? It was so loud uh, cheering for him at the end of the game. I didn't hear him, him curse twice. Yeah. Like, I didn't know until the next morning. I got home and somebody was like, how about that Kairou uh, on, on a text? And I was like, yeah, it was pretty great. He's like, no, what he said after the game? I'm like, what did he say after the game? You were there, you didn't hear him, and I'm like, "No, it was too f- loud all i heard him all I heard him say was, "I love playing here. That was the only thing mm-hmm. I could make out, so yeah, I didn't even know that's how loud it was in that arena
2: yeah, no it it's uh i i I mentioned this before uh before the show it's uh Bollies didn't bleep it right it's they both times and and you could tell how loud it was, like that they probably didn't pick up the first time he said it, they probably should have got the second one. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty awesome to see, um, you know, and, and I, you know, I, 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 uh, I was out uh, Saturday night and I didn't watch it until Sunday morning. Um, actually I watched it in pieces. So I watched half of it Sunday and half of it Tuesday oh, after, after the Tampa game, I went back and finished it. But um, yeah, so I was, I actually watched Kyra's comments last night after the Tampa game Um and, uh, yeah, as, as we get to the Tampa game, uh, it'll be obvious that I didn't, didn't do anything, but watch that game on fast forward. And I hope, I hope the rest of you did the same
1: thing. Cause yeah, no, damn. no need to watch anymore. <laughs> it's awesome. All right. That yep. was awful. Yep. Um, so, uh, the Baked beaver says his emotions were definitely real when he was breaking down, but he needs to show up like 10 games ago. Uh, and, uh, he adds, I felt compassion towards his tears, But mostly, I hope it humbled him. Uh, And I, uh, yeah, I was, I'm 100% with you. Again, I, I, so actually right after the game ended, um, I took my nephew to see the Marvels, and I was sitting in the theater. It's kind of similar to last week when I was laying in bed when Peruby got fired. I'm sitting in the theater, and I just, my phone just vibrate, 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 vibrate. I'm like, what the hell? So I finally just like, there's nobody else in the theater. It was just me and him. And so I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll pull my phone out. And I looked, and yeah, I saw, like, holy shit, Kyra's interview, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God, he was crying. And and so I'm like, oh, man. And uh, I couldn't wait till the end of the movie to, like, I went out went to the bathroom and watched it while I'm standing at the urinal. And I'm like, holy shit. And I was – I kind of – again, I, this sounds mean. This is just kind of my reaction to a lot of things. I kind of laughed because I was just like, oh, oh, oh man, like – I was, it's kind of like in disbelief, like, man, it got him that bad. Like that's how upset he was. And, and let's face it. And, I, and I'm not saying I blame the media at all. Um, But the media, they were kind of pushing him. They they kind of wanted to get more out of him. And I think him just continuing to have to answer those questions. It just started welling up in his eyes and you know what happened, but yeah, I was, uh, I actually felt, I felt bad. I was blown away and I was happy. Because I thought, good for you, man. You know you made a mistake. And then again, like I said, I was excited because I'm like, man, I got tickets Saturday night. We're going to cheer him. It's going to be a great moment if he scores. And, man, if he gets one of the stars of the game, it all came true. You know, I mean, I think either way with him scoring that goal, even if that's the only point on the night, I think the Blues are purposely giving him for a star of the game <laughs> because it's like, let's get him that interview. Yeah. But... um, I I loved it. I thought everything about that game he played, that was one of his better games of the season. Um, Fact-checking hard, skating hard, saw that speed. Um, And and just overall, like, seeing him so happy after the game and just, you know, oh, my God, this is great. This is unbelievable. I love playing here. That kind of stuff. It it was a great moment for me and for him and for everyone involved. And, um, again, like the Big Beaver said, I hope it humbled him, and I think it yeah. did.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely um, humbled and helped in the maturation process.
1: Again, Bake Beaver, um, candidate for comment of the show. I uh, like this. He says he needs to run on that emotion and that momentum. Agree 100%. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so talking about these games, moving on a little bit from the Cairo uh, and Barubi aftermath. Drew Bannister, let's talk about the new head coach, wins his first game as a St. Louis Blue uh, 4-2 to over the Ottawa Senators. Uh, Bannister, as we said earlier, he reunited the Buchnevich thomas kyrou line, and it did pay off for him. Uh, every one of those players had at least a point. Um, what did you think going into this game? I hated it, personally. I was like, I've said it before. I feel like Thomas isn't Thomas when he's with Cairo. And I did not like bringing that line back together, but hey, guess what? It worked.
2: Yeah, no i i uh, I, I thought it was like at first I was I was very doubtful, right? It, it, it's like, all right, what is the like uh, bare minimum move that I can make to have an impact on this team and put it back together? But you know, maybe you know, maybe he he felt something that that we just we couldn't we as fans couldn't see um you know we'll we'll see how how they come out tomorrow uh, after last last night's debacle. but um at this point you know it it's uh, it it looks a little better um you know neighbors you know neighbors kind of being relegated to the third line uh, it's he was doing he was doing well but kind of started to level off i i think it was probably the right time to make that move but uh yeah i mean just the timing the timing i guess you could say is a little suspect you know
1: yeah yeah i i thought and and i like ken morris comment here too i like neighbors with thomas yeah 100% I, and you're right bill i do think it was time to kind of you know i feel like the flare has kind of worn off a little bit with neighbors uh, so, kind of again, talk about humbling. Let's humble that player a little bit. Drop him down in the lineup. See what he can do in a in a bottom six role. Um, but it, it was, I just thought it was funny looking at the lineup. It was very similar to what we saw opening night. It was kind of like, all right, we're resetting. Let's let's get back to where we thought we would be on opening night. And uh, you know, you saw that with the first and second line mostly. Obviously, Hugh McGee was in there. And uh, mm-hmm. Jacob Barana is no longer with the team. Mackenzie McKechern's up, but still, I thought the lineup was very similar to that, including the defense. And I was like, "Oh, Bannister uh, thinks this is what's going to work for him." And, and it again, it it credit to him, it did pay off. Blues uh, played a pretty good game that night,
2: right? And and I guess if you think about think about it in the the, the simplicity of it, right? Let's reset to to how it was at the beginning. But now, instead of Verona, who wasn't cutting the mustard, you've got an energy guy who's bringing every shift in Huma Gang. And, yeah. you know, you can, you can plug players off the, the fourth line into the third line and maybe get some different results. It, it's worked, right? Well, at least until last night.
1: Yeah, right. Um, Let me ask you. So uh, the crew I was with Saturday night, which I've got a story coming up about uh, that, which you'll laugh at because, you know, one of the gentlemen that were with me. Um, So uh, number 56 is what Hugh McKean's wearing. Every time I see a guy who wears a number that's like not your typical hockey number, I I always associate it with a former blue. So when you see 56, is there any name that comes to mind for you? Magnus P. That's what somebody else said. I, I, even though he's my twin, um, I still think of Lubos Partechko, friend of the show. Yes. But I still, every time I see 56, I was like, first thing in my mind, I was like, oh, it's Lubos Partechko. Nope. He has been retired for like 15 years.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it feels like Magnus Pajarvi should have been retired
1: for 15 years.
2: Probably.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he should be he should be playing on uh, my H&A team with me. Yeah, uh, Magnus, I mean, anytime you want to play, give me a call.
2: Right. Unless the Blues have the wild
1: in the first round, then we want them out there. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you come back to St. Louis. That way, if the Blues play the wild, they can just sign you to like a, I don't know, seven game contract. Uh, So, again, Mackenzie McEachern makes his season debut for the Blues. Uh, Again, he was not with the Blues organization the last couple years, but he comes back this year, started in Springfield. He played in eight minutes and 48 seconds and had four hits. Um, I don't remember all four of his hits, but I do remember one behind the net, and uh, it was a pretty big hit. And I thought, you know, if that's the energy we're getting from McEachern every single night, I welcome it. But uh, it just felt like when he was an everyday player, that kind of play just tailed off. and We just didn't see it as much. So uh, he did continue to play. So we'll see if we mention him the rest of the way. But um, I don't know. Did you even notice McKeckern out there uh, when you I, watched the uh, parts of this game?
2: I did. I did. And it's because John Kelly's pronunciation of his name has always been like fingernails on a chalkboard. Yes. McEachern. 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 No, it's McKeckern. I don't urn, get it.
1: You know, one urn. that I don't—it—it it doesn't bother me. But there's one that uh, Kerber says on the radio, and I think I've mentioned it on the show that it, it always makes me giggle. The way he says Butch it sounds like he's—he's he's like, like one of those records that you play backwards because it's—it's <laughs> like Butch Navich, and it's like, what? <laughs> hey, what is that pronunciation? It's like Butch Navich.
2: He's and- hes He's channeling uh, some kind of uh, inner inner Russian uh, dialogue that he's got going on.
1: Maybe a little Yakov Smirnov. <laughs> he's bubble, Bushnevich. He likes to in, com- in communist Russia, hockey plays you. <laughs> uh, hmm. So in this game, shots were 34 to 30, Ottawa. Bennington stopped 32 of 34. Thought he looked pretty solid in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, on the power play, this was the first game where Brad Richards was officially uh helping out the Blues power play again from afar. Uh, actually, I found out he doesn't live in Tampa. Um, I was watching the Tampa broadcast last night. Apparently, he lives on the other side of the state, mm-hmm. he lives oceanside, uh, from in Florida. So, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly where, but that's all they said on the Tampa broadcast. So, either way. Lives in sunny Florida. I'm sure he's having the time of his life just reviewing tape for a living and telling people, hey, don't do that. Do this. Right. Good for And him. getting
2: a getting a paycheck to do it.
1: Yep, exactly. It... Um, so, uh, yeah, 0 for 3 in this game. Um, obviously, Richards was hired uh very, very recently. So, I'm sure not much input in this game yet. Uh, Ottawa went 0 for 2 on the power play. So, uh, Drew Bannister... Keeps his winning percentage at 1,000%. I mean, my God, best coach in Blues history so far. Uh, they win this one 4-3 to over Dallas in overtime. Um, one fun note uh, going into this game, the Stars signed uh, the Blues uh, emergency backup Joe O'Brien to an amateur tryout agreement to serve as the emergency backup uh, behind Scott Wedgwood after Jake Ottinger left in the first period Friday. Uh, with a lower body injury against, uh, actually against Ottawa. Um, so, and this was due to salary cap issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill, I want to. We, I don't know. We might have talked about this before. We've had so many damn shows, I can't remember. Um, I don't get me wrong. I love the emergency backup thing. I hope that never goes away. I know some people have said they need to have like a third goalie always there on the payroll, whatever. I, I love it. I think it's great. But this is a situation that I hate it because to me, this wasn't a, oh, Jake Ottinger got hurt in pregame and we can't get a goalie here. This is Mm -hmm. a, our salary cap is fucked. Mm -hmm. So we have to sign this guy and basically not pay him. And to me, I think that's bullshit. I think this should be an emergency. They literally call it an emergency situation. In Mm -hmm. an emergency situation, you should be able to go over the cap or... I don't know. Uh, there should be some kind of rule, and I'm not a, I'm not a CBA specialist, but to where they could at least call in one of their AHL goalies, or if they have to, even get somebody from the ECHL or something to get like an actual professional goalie as your backup. Because just imagine, Scott Wedgwood gets hit hurt in warm-ups. You got a, you got a guy that's a blue season ticket holder as your, goal, your starting goalie, Come on, to me that's right. just that's
2: ridiculous. It's, I mean, on 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 one side of the coin, it feels bushly, right, not to have a professional available to play. On the other side, and the NHL needs this, and and they exploit the hell out of it. Everybody loves an e bug story. I mm-hmm. mean, come on, the the Zamboni driver that comes on and beats the Leafs in their own building greatest story of all time right i love it um and who's the guy in chicago right the accountant uh, Uh, that's scott uh (laughs) uh, i would say scott darling but (laughs) (laughs) that's where my mind went (laughs) too he always kind of seemed like an e-bug that got an extended look um but, uh, yeah, no, it's, you know, like, you know, when I was, when I was a kid growing up, that was always my dream, right? Oh my God. uh, you know, Greg Millen and Rick Momsley collided in warmups and they're both hurt. We need somebody. Oh, anybody. It's like, you know, like airplane. Is there a doctor? Is there a doctor in the house? Like, Oh, I, I have pads. Right. But, uh, come to find out that was, uh, Lindsay Middlebrook's job back in those days, uh, former right. former NHL goalie Lindsey Middlebrook and season ticket holder and all that, uh, but um, you know the I I you know the I will never tire. Um, Kurt Kurt succeeded from the allegations. Um,
1: yes, I I will. His
2: trial must have just ended. Yeah, I will never tire. Of, uh, of e-bugs, especially here in the market, right? A guy that uh, you know, that, that uh, grew up in St. Louis, played, won a state championship. Um, a great story. Uh, friend of the show, Andy Strickland, got a great interview uh, in, in between periods with his dad. Proprietor of OB Clark's and uh, OB's, if, uh, if you want to be a sponsor of the show, reach out to uh, radio at Let's Go Blues dot com, .com. Yeah. Yeah. i almost got it i almost got it um, so close
0: you forgot the yeah. easiest part
2: yeah dot com i don't know i don't know if we're dot net or you know dot are at this point dot are
0: we should get the dot are
2: yeah. So why not but yeah um I and i found out like half of half of my work group went to ob clark's yesterday just out of the blue and i'm like man and, and I wasn't in the office. I would have been there in a heartbeat to shake. The I was going to say
1: they went without you, yeah. but I get that. Yeah. okay.
2: I, I would have, I would have been there shaking, shaking his hand. That was, that's my favorite thing, right? He, he wakes up in the morning, goes, goes into the family restaurant. And is, uh you know, schlepping kegs and uh, gets called and shows up and is dressed in a Dallas stars uniform that night. It's, it's yep. an amazing story. Don't know. No, don't all, know I hope, they, hope where that yeah. happens.
1: I mean, I hope that now maybe he's you know I'm sure he's going to have something special with that jersey because he gets to keep it. But I hope they hang, or maybe they buy another one and hang that jersey in Obi Clark's. That'd be incredible. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Price, how you doing tonight, sir?
0: I'm here. You guys uh, started already?
1: My gosh.
2: I'm,
1: yeah, I'm only,
0: I'm only just, an hour. just about
1: five minutes ago. Only an hour. Yeah, and yeah.
0: Late.
1: We're on uh, beers of the episode now. Ah, so nice. uh, good. <laughs> I mean, just in time. No, uh, let me ask you, Kurt. Yep. So I just asked Bill this question. I don't know if you heard it, but um, with this, this specific situation with Joe O'Brien in goal, um, I, don't, I, I love the e-bug story, and it's great, and I hope that it goes on forever. But with this being a not a Jake Ottinger got hurt before the game, we need somebody. This is a salary cap. We can't have a goalie here. I hate that rule. I think there – I think the NHL needs to find a way to say, yeah, you're going to be over the cap tonight or whatever, but there should be a professional ready. Because if Scott Wedgwood gets hurt in warm-ups, you're starting some fucking kid who's sitting in the stands uh, as your e-bug. Mm. Like, it, that's, that to me is crazy. No. It- what are your thoughts?
2: And let me let me clarify. I never got to that point, but to me, that's it's on the players' association to get this negotiated into the next CBA.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: Why why
0: couldn't they not dress someone else to be captain? They compliant. were over the cap. I I know to be to be captain.
1: So. Basically, so saying dress seventeen yeah. skaters instead. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. the the league should say if it's a salary cap issue, you have to have two goalies. You have to. They they, they could they could write that in, and and I love the e book situation too, but in this particular case, it does seem strange that they couldn't finagle their roster in some other way to get that second goalie on the on the it seems like a really clever way because, you know, chances are your starter not going to get hurt. Right. Right. So the e bug won't come into play. Chances are, so, you know, you can, yeah, I mean, skirt the mean, if cap it's a
1: situation, way. if it's a situation where he's getting lit up, it's like, who cares? He needs to stay Wedgewood staying in, you know, it's eight to one. We don't care. But in a situation where it's like, Holy shit, we have to play this guy. Like we don't have a choice. Otherwise we'll skate six. Yeah. There needs to be something on the books. I, I know that it's because the, the, I think who, I think everyone on the 23 man roster would have to go through waivers to get sent down to bring up a goalie. That's why they didn't want to do it. I get that to a certain extent, but it's like, man, there's Uh, got to be something you can do. That's
0: the, that's the team's fault for being over the cap. That's their own problem. I I don't, you know what I mean? I mean, other teams, Deal with this; they don't have to go th- jump through this hoop. I mean, if you're over the cap, you're over the cap. Fuck it. You, you, you know. Uh, now there's no rule for from the league saying you have to have two goalies. I guess uh, so. You bring in the e bug. I mean, it was clever. It was a clever way to get around the the, the cap issue, but it was risky, but clever. Um, but it, again, <clears throat> they made this bed. You know that they that they were in. So they, the teams that are over the cap that have to in a game and have to go, you know, uh, short shorter forward or whatever. We've seen, we've seen that a lot, actually, you know, that's their own fault. Yeah. There's no, I don't feel sorry for teams that have that happen to them whatsoever because that's their own doing.
1: Yep. <clears> I agree <throat> with that. I, I get that too. Yeah, I get that. I just, yeah. And, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe what you said is right. That it's just, you can't play if you don't have two goalies. Like, so you have to put someone through waivers, or right. you know if it's a cap you issue you have to figure it out if it's a cap issue yeah. if it's
0: an injury issue and they just can't get a guy there in time yeah. but the, exactly. yeah and then you have teams say oh well he's hurt and he can't play so that's how we get around the cap oh then how do you prove he's yeah. hurt i guess there there are ways to do that but but st- no. it's 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 a it's a long complicated mm-hmm. you could say what if this what if that uh, right
1: well the way what the way if the, too is, what
2: if the like, other team got to pick a player to play goal Jamie Ben. Jamie Ben's your goalie tonight.
1: <laughs> that, that, I would love that it. That would be great. Oh. Oh, hell no. I'd I'd pick like Jason Robertson. True. Take him out of the game.
0: You hit you had that on the screen, Ken Morris says but, hello, Kurt. He should have said hello, Barbie. I could have said hello, Ken.
1: Kurt, you uh you like my little design there in the background? I do. Did you make that? You're the man who usually covers that. Did you make so that? I was proud of myself. Was, I,
0: I saw it. No, I
1: I, I totally I know. stole it. <laughs> I
0: I, uh, I I had the the show on. Uh, get driving home from the store, and uh, I saw. Oh, that's uh that is nice. Very festive. Very nice. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Happy that's holidays. What I do. one.
1: Yes. Agree. Uh so uh yeah in this game the Blues trailed 2 nothing early, but bounced back, took the 3-2 lead, but uh lost it in the third, only to win it in OT. Um, so here's my story. We're gonna I'm gonna talk real quick about Pareko's OT winner. Uh so I went with my hockey guys. Um, so a lot of guys you know, I'll list off some names. A lot of them actually listen to the show. Uh Jason Miller, who's also crappy goalie. Uh Greg Hotard, uh, Scott McGillicuddy, Scott Gordon, and uh God, there was one more. And I feel like it, Dan Krause. Um, so Jason Miller is notorious for having to pee all the time. He has the world's tiniest bladder. Whoa. So literally. I didn't think you were going to say point, but okay. When I, well, that too. <laughs> that too. Um, I wouldn't know. Um, so uh, literally to the point where, and I've gone to games with him millions of times. Uh, where he literally will will walk down, will go to the bathroom together at an intermission, and then before intermission ends, he'll go back and pee again just to make sure he's not going to have to get up in the middle of the next period. So third period ends, tie game. He stands up and he's like, I can't hold it, I got to go pee. And we all look at him like, are you, dude, overtime starting, hold it. And he's like, I can't. Uh, it'll probably just go to a shootout anyway. Mm-hmm. And we're like, huh. what? <laughs> we're like, dude, and I even told him, I'm like, man, if I had to pee really bad, there is nothing you could you could do to get me up from my seat. I would literally piss myself in my seat before I'd get up for overtime. That's crazy to me. If it's, if it's playoffs, I get it to a certain extent. But three on three, no, you're not getting me up. Cause there's a good chance that game's ending quick. And it did 37 seconds in. So next time you see crappy goalie, give him shit because he missed the winner. He was uh, in the bathroom at the time. Probably nobody, Rookie probably moved, nobody else right? was in the bathroom too, because people know better. I'm sure. <laughs> yep. I couldn't believe that. I'm like, you are the worst hockey fan ever. How dare you? I'm offended yeah, yeah. to be your friend. It's only five <laughs> minutes long <laughs> over time. I'm... I know. It's <laughs> what I said. I was like, I even, I even thought that. I go, you know, he probably would have a better chance of going pee after overtime yeah. if it goes to a shootout. Yep. And then getting back before the shootout starts.
0: He left, he left after regulation? Yeah. Okay. So he basically was gone in a few minutes.
1: Yeah. Buzz, buzzer goes and he stands up. And he's like, I got to pee. And we're like, <laughs> what?
0: Now, if you're in a <laughs> private booth. Or, like, the Bomberito Suites oh, that yeah. you're in. Mm-hmm. When you can, yeah, you can yeah, yeah. get in and out real quick, it's right there. That's a different story.
1: Yep. Even the uh, club seats, I would say. Yeah. Because you could, like, run up those sure. stairs. Those bathrooms are usually open. Run back down, and you're good. When you're in, like – we were in the – we're, like, 331, and, like, we're okay. Like, you got to go down the stairs, go out to the bathroom, come back, go back up the stairs. There's no way. There's not enough time. See,
0: there's, there's a there's a – okay, so w- – I don't know the science behind it, but when you have to go, and it and it gets really bad, but then it like subsides, you know, for a little while. It's like comes and goes, right? So it's like, I maybe, maybe that's a bl- individual bladder thing. But for whatever reason, and I think this is true with most people, that if you if you hold it and you don't go for a while, it kind of subsides and goes away for a little bit, then it comes back with a force later. But you know, it comes in waves, more it's, more or less. It's the same
1: with number two. Oh yeah, number two especially.
0: You can hold, yeah. You can hold number two for weeks.
1: There's there's a great Seinfeld episode about that. Well, there's Kramer actually, missing his chance. There's a true story about
0: <laughs> a guy who was arrested, swallowed some drugs or something, and they and they were waiting for him to pass the drugs, and uh, he refused to crap, and he they had him in jail for like a month, and he refused to crap for a month. And they finally just oh let him God. go. They say your body, you can you're die from you, that. You can you can, but it takes a long time apparently.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Apparently, this guy has intestinal fortitude. Oh. Woo. Maybe
2: that's where that term comes from. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a great point. <laughs> uh, so yeah this uh, this was an exciting game. I um, there was a lot of back and forth. This was a great uh, game. You know, and this was this was one of those games, and, and we'll talk very briefly about the lightning game coming up. This was one of those games. They went down two nothing. And I was like, eh, you know, I was, you know, obviously you're like, you know, especially when you're at the game, like, well, this kind of sucks. But I was like, meh, eh, it's all right. Like I, I had this feeling like they'll at least get a goal and make it interesting going into the third or something. And I mean, I didn't get that feeling last night, but (laughs) I, I had that feeling all throughout this game until they finally tied it. I thought, man, this is still an exciting game. The Blues are playing well. Um, they had some that defensive breakdown on the. Um, oh, who scored that one? The the nice passing play between the Stars. I know Sagan was involved. I know he didn't score it, but they had a couple really oh, nice Marchman? goals. The first I goal. Thought. Yes, the first goal. The yes, Marchman's Marchman. Goal? Yeah. yeah, Finnington had no chance. Beautiful bad passing play. Yeah, but they had some breakdowns don't get me wrong but I thought overall Blues were playing well enough I'm like they're still going to be in this game especially if you run the goalie and you bring Joe O'Brien in
0: first first time this season <laughs> I don't know if you mentioned this that the Blues have come back from a two goal deficit so
1: right yeah. yep Impressive. first time uh, first time they won without scoring first right uh, ooh, no that's not right that
0: that was the case up until recently though right yeah that's right and they also yeah. lost a game when scoring first I think the other day.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: So, uh, so I, know
1: about, I know you guys talked about, I know
0: you guys talked about uh earlier. And then, so after this game, he's the number one star. Is that where you're going with this?
1: Uh, well, I mean, we already talked about that part too. But, uh, yeah, I'll just say, and, and Kurt, I'll give you some space here to talk if you want. Kyru had three points in this game, number one star, and obviously had the nice breakaway goal. Uh, as I said earlier, being at the game, that was one of the best moments that I've been able to witness live because it was clear how important that was to him and the crowd. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Kurt, if you have anything you want to add about the whole Kairu situation.
0: Well, I mean, you guys covered it a lot, but uh, I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, God forbid fans uh, voice their displeasure at anything uh, by booing. Fans have a right to boo. Uh, you may, and you may disagree with it and that's fine. That's your right to disagree with it. But my opinion, he was rightfully booed. No question. Um, yeah. You don't. You, there, there are a hundred different ways he could have answered that question, and I think he chose. He chose poorly. And I heard you mention Jeff that that uh, some people said, "Well, he said no comment." Said, what, 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 you know? Well, how are you mad at that? Come on, are you uh, people are that naive that he, they think that what he said means no comment? He said no. I have no comment on it, and then he commented. So yep. I mean, if you have no comment, don't comment. He had, he said he had no comment. It was he's not my coach anymore, and I'm like, mm, that that's what even the no comment would have been bad, because you know people knew there was a rift there with between the two, and and this was it was a good question. People ripping on the, uh, Jr. for that question. It was a fucking great question. That's what people want to hear. That's
1: what bothers me, man. It's both sides of the 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 spectrum here, like. How many times, and we hear this more than anything probably from St. Louis fans, the media is too soft. They don't ask the important questions. And then when they do, they get demonized for it. This, this, and this wasn't
0: even a, you know, a hard hitting question. It's a legit, I, this question should have been expected to some degree. He should have had something ready to go and he didn't. And, you know, there's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with booing him over that, um, that, that you you're you're as a fan base you don't have a lot of opportunity to voice your displeasure with the team aside from booing or calling in sports open line right and complaining you just, it, you, you you boo when you and and it was it was a writing a letter to the editor writing, in the writing a sternly worded letter to the editor right <laughs> yeah I, and i mean i thought and when he got booed i was like good good because he needs to get called out on this he can't he can't just be this you know, he had a reputation, uh, justified or not, of being this, you know, overpaid, underachiever, um, spoiled brat that, that uh, whether or not that was rightfully assigned to him or not, that's, that was the perception of him for a lot of fans because he was underachieving. He was already kind of a whipping boy, and with fans, he was having a struggle in the season. So if you, I mean, if he was having a fantastic season this year, it's honestly probably a different comment. A different reaction from the fans, but if, if, if the fact that there was no comment, then there was a then there was a snide comment right after it uh, towards Brube, and then uh, add on that he is not he wasn't playing, wasn't producing like expected, and actually you know his shooting percentage was like five percent. It was something that's terrible, so he wasn't producing, and there was getting, and the fans were getting annoyed. So it's like, you know, all that combined, the fans are like, "Fuck this shit." You know this is ridiculous. You know you you got to produce, and you're kind of dissing the coach that we loved, that brought us a Stanley Cup, and it was a it was a it was a subtle diss. And the fans aren't stupid, which is what I think JR said that fans are stupid. They 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 picked up on that easy. Um yep. and and you know and again then he has the great game, the fans cheer him, and he you know it's. I... It's all, it's well all, it's, well, all right? it's all back and forth. You know, fans want to love these players. St. Louis fans want to love these players so much, you know, put forth your effort. You know, uh, you don't even have to produce just bust your ass. If you bust your ass out there, fans see it, you know,
1: it's, it is what it is. And uh, there's plenty of examples of what you're saying. And and I'll throw one out. Number four, not Eric Brewer, uh, Carl Gunnarsson. Yeah. I thought largely his blues career he was not worth what he was paid. He was a kind of a pile on at times. He, I don't know if he was facing injury or what, but guess what? He scored the game winning goal for the first ever Blues Stanley Cup final win. Yep. He <laughs> is going to go down as a legend forever. It's it's the same thing, you, Bertuzzo. You, you have moments, yeah. Bertuzzo, you have he,
0: moments. He's a, he's a love player. He he busts his ass out there. The fans like Bertuzzo. I, he doesn't get. I mean, how often do you see Bertuzzo vilified? You know, aside from not being a great defenseman, you know, which everyone knows he's not. Right. He's a third pairing guy, and, P, and fans yep. accept that. They they I I think fans generally love Bertuzzo for what he was. So because yeah. but he but he, he tried. He left it all on the ice.
1: Well, I, something we never got to. Uh Bill, I, I you feel free to comment here. I know we're kind of going back to a story that we already talked about, but you're something I forgot to mention. <laughs> yeah, well I, I I wanted your take on this, honestly, Kurt. You're a fiery guy. I wanted to, to hear what you had to say. But um and I know you're passionate about this as as I am. Um right. but no, so I uh um, only passionate because of are... the
0: because of the the backlash against the response. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was uh, that right. that kind of I'm fired old, yeah. me up even more. I was like, "Who the who the oh, fuck it, it, are you people too. telling me I can't boo or feel emotional about?" The I'll say situation? what
1: I've said forever. If you are paying for a ticket yeah. to a blues game, you are allowed to do whatever the hell you want as long as you're not disrupting people around you and you're not hurting players on the ice, throw shit throwing shit on the shit ice, on the right. ice. Right. within sure. reason. You are you are allowed to react to whatever you want any way you want.
0: They, yeah they. And some folks came out and said, this is a bad look for Blues fans. I'm like, no, this shows that they're passionate, paying attention, and they fucking care. They're not going to let I don't somebody really get never, away with this.
1: I don't remember who the reporter was, but there was a reporter for another team who posted all she, all she, or she saw was the video of him crying and said, wow, yeah. bad look for Blues fans. <laughs> and then somebody commented and said, wow. did you see his original comments yeah. about Barubian?" and tagged? Rutherford's uh uh quote and then the person even responded back and said oh I didn't know that I take it back like, yeah yeah because they weren't just
0: booing him yeah. to no boo him. Way.
1: there was a reason there, there was it. a
0: whole bunch of stuff that factor into this not just the comment either it was his lack yeah. of production it was the fact that Bruby was loved by the fan base and the worst thing this fan base could have done was just do nothing not react at all yeah. and that Agreed. means the players can get away with anything and and the fan base just can get the, the you know the fan base doesn't care they'll get walked all over by the players you know they're not paying attention. Uh, I think this 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 shows that the fan base is smart, paying attention. Um and even if you disagree with the booing, uh you have to respect the fact that the fan base is actively paying attention to what's going on and doesn't let uh you know and identifies you know what was said was a little bit of a slight towards Brueby. So
1: Well, and the thing I wanted to ask both of you, and and again, we can keep this as short or as long as you want. Um, uh, Rutherford basically came up with another story the next day and explained the whole situation in The Athletic and and said, you know, basically apologized for in a way uh, for what was said and how there was some context left out. The other context, which I mentioned earlier, Was his stuff about like, yeah, you know, we're excited to get uh, Bannister in here and, you know, we're going to see if we can get our culture back and blah, 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 blah. Like, it was stuff about that looking toward the future kind of stuff. I feel like even if Rutherford were able to fit the rest of what he said about Bannister in his commentary, in his original tweet, I don't think that adds a whole lot for me. Like, I look at it and I'm like... Okay, he's still basically sliding Barubi by saying I, he's not my coach anymore. I'm excited to see this new guy because he's not Barubi, basically, yeah. is the way I read that. Right. So, and that, am I wrong? No,
2: I, I think everybody would have dissected that and gotten to that because that's how social media is, right? Find the most negative thing and attack it. And that's, that's what happened right but there you know jr you know i i i said in our group text right good on jr for coming out and trying to <clears throat> add the context and and clarify it but at the end of the day right it's it's a controversy right it it's rightfully so and you know it, it's as as we said before or as as you and i said before and kurt hopefully you agree with us you know, that uh, this is, if this leads to Kairu becoming a more mature person, all the better. How right? can it not? Oh, yeah.
0: This is the, I think this is the definition of a learning experience for everyone. Yeah. Everyone, at both sides. And and what I liked about this was, you know, uh, the back and forth discussion from those who um, agreed with the booing and didn't like what Kairu said. And to those who thought what Kairu said was nothing. And, and hated the booing. I thought the discussion, even though it got kind of heated online, I thought it was a good discussion. I thought, I thought, you know, it was interesting uh, where both sides were coming from. And even though I'm heavily entrenched and I'll die on that fucking hill, that, that the, the booing was justified. Um, and I, when I heard it, I was, go- I was glad because a player is being held accountable for what he said and by the fan yep. base. And I think that's important that especially great. a player at his age, and when he's not producing, and when he said what he said. And he had done it. He, had, he realized what he said was wrong. He fucking apologized and uh, was emotional about it, and it showed he cares. Yeah. And, I'm, uh, and yep. that's important, too, because the fan base is like, oh, well, he, he – okay. Well, because he kind of got – it was given a vibe of, you know, maybe not caring, got the big contract, and just kind of floating along. Right. But he Spoil- a
2: Spoiled guy who was kind of happy that Coach he didn't like was gone. Sure.
0: And yep. and and players aren't always going to like their coaches. Probably, there's a lot of players that don't like their coaches. That's just the way it is. I mean, and it's not doesn't affect their play necessarily. I'm not saying that Bruby's coaching style affected Kyru's play. You know, I mean that that w- remains to be seen. And uh, whatever he played great under Bruby last season, as far as offense uh, offensive uh, abilities go. So, uh ah, you know, it, at the end of the day,
1: I yeah, I, it, I, I ached it to um and, and you know. Well, okay. There's the whole discussion of when, <laughs> when some people are saying, "Oh, he's a kid. He's not a kid. He's 25 fucking years old. Right. Like <clears throat> he's an adult." He, well, he just but got cheaper
0: insurance. That's that last milestone, right? 25 years old, <laughs> oh, cheaper hey, insurance. He can, That's the last milestone. He can for bring
1: a, for the, for the he dog. can bring under 18 year olds into Dave and Buster's after hours now. <laughs> so good for him. And um, let me say this too. But no,
0: I, I you know I was on boat Bo- with Boeing Cairo. I love Cairo. You can love a player and boo him at the same time. That, that, that I is, agree. That is, and 99% of the fans probably that are booing love the guy and <laughs> want him to
1: succeed. Right. I love the shit out of yeah. Chris Pronger. But if he would have come out and been like, you know what? I support Nazis. Uh, I'd boo the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying that's obviously an extreme situation. <laughs> We're not aware but...
0: of or, or supporting any Nazi organization.
1: No, that is not it's completely. Nobody, put, don't don't put me on YouTube, <laughs> as that one reporter said. <laughs> uh, but uh, wait, no, you I, put yourself anyway. on YouTube? Yeah, that's true. I'm on YouTube right now. Uh, as my coworkers call me, I'm YouTube famous, and I'm like, no, I'm not. Um, but, regionally, no, uh, YouTube regionally. Uh, I like to say regionally, regionally
0: YouTube noticeable. How's that?
1: Yes, I'll take that. That's awesome. Uh, I like that. I might change my I'll change my uh, change my Twitter name to that. But no, I uh, I was um, it, what I was gonna say is, one time I remember having to tell my niece, uh, she pushed pushed my other niece down, and I yelled at her and said, "Don't do that," and she just said, "I'm sorry," and just like gave me this look, and said, "I'm sorry," you're not sorry, and she's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like you literally are not sorry. You just said, I'm sorry. It doesn't mean you mean it. And then she, like, I got mad at her again and she cried and I'm like, go ahead and cry. I'm not going to feel bad for you. Then she finally went up to her sister and she said, I'm really sorry. I did that. She looked at me and I'm like, I'm sorry, uncle Jeff. And I'm like, that's the key right there. You actually showed remorse for your actions. And I feel like that's what Kyru did. He literally after the game, and it's not even the tears. I think even before the tears came, it was pretty clear. He was sincere, like, holy shit. I fucked up. I'm humbled. Oops. Well, let's yeah. try and make this right.
2: But isn't, isn't the whole thing around this team, everything got stagnant, right? And this is the the first time we're seeing that, you know, the, the, the tears part of blood, sweat and tears, Right. The passion of the player, right. The passion of the fan base getting pissed off at him. And, you know, maybe maybe this really is what reinvigorates this team this season.
0: I love my kids. Once in a while, you got to punish them. Doesn't mean you don't love them. Yep. So.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, All right, so in this game, we talked earlier about how the Blues, uh, Brad Richards was brought on, and uh, we already had one game with him kind of surveying things and, you know, didn't see a whole lot of change. I want to say we really didn't see a whole lot of change, I thought, in this power play either, but the Blues did score a power play goal in this. They were 1-for-1, Dallas 0-for-3. Brandon Saad power play goal ended a 20 consecutive power play run without a goal. Um, you know what I did see? No. I
0: I did notice uh like a few bumper plays that they didn't yes. try a whole lot of before. Um I did see a few new types of uh, looks um as far as like uh, to finding the open man. But as far as moving the puck around the perimeter was kind of the same, but that 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 finishing yeah. play where they they tried a couple of bumper plays which I liked. I liked that a lot. I said before I like the I like the fake shot to the to the guy in the in the in the uh, soft spot where he re- redirects it on goal. I like that play too. Uh, any, any basically anything that's not like a direct shot in it from the point, <laughs> I like in the power yep. play.
1: Yep, agree. Yep, yeah. And I thought I, th- I thought again like and, and I said this today about the Lightning game. Um, a lot of people after this next game we'll talk about here very briefly uh were pissed saying like stable blues it wasn't the coach Blah. and it's like no you, you you get the honeymoon phase where it's like you're gonna just the the players are just gonna play better because they know they're under fire now because they just got their coach fired. But it's not like Drew Bannister stepped in on Wednesday and then on Thursday they're playing this whole new style. That's not how it works. It's the same thing here with the power play. Like Brad Richards, yes. He's, he already stepped in, I'm sure, first day and was like, oh, well, I watched the old tape and noticed XYZ. It's going to be the same thing here. Oh, well, now that you implemented this, let's implement this. It's going to be gradual. There's still going to be some times where we look at the Blues power play and say, what the fuck? But I think the next two or three weeks, then we look back at the power play and say, okay, how has it looked since Brad Richards has gotten involved?
0: Yeah, okay, so – here's the thing though, is that when we talked about when Bruby got fired, <clears throat> we talked about this team was pretty much in the standings where we expected them to be. So, I mean, I, I was listening to the, to, to the radio this morning, uh, to today, and I heard them talking about, you know, some people were calling in and and, and even the, 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 the radio guys, you know, talking about how oh, this, this needs to improve. This didn't look good at all. Blah, blah, blah. They're all, they're kind of up in arms, upset, angry, whatever. And I'm like, Again, we talked about this last week. It's like when you hear when I hear that from fans, it's like what were your expectations going into the season? Like like, like you you what you're demanding of this team is play that's so much improved and consistent that they'd be much farther up in the standings. Like they were complaining like Randy Character Show this morning on 101 they were complaining the Blues just aren't consistent, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's that's kind of where an inconsistent team is in the standings. They're kind of in the middle of the pack, and that's where the Blues are, and that's where they were thought they were. That's where we thought they were going to be. So it's like if you want if they're more consistent, then they're going to be exceeding expectations coming into the season. So it's interesting to me that even though this team was a fringe playoff team coming into the season, and that's where they are right now people are angry, irritated, upset about their inconsistent play when that's what they should have been expecting because that's what this team is. Yeah, I I don't, I don't know what people want. I mean, they want this team to be, I'd love this team to be a first place team, but I don't think if you ask those same fans, oh, is this, is this team a first place team cup, cup contender? No. Well, then what do you, what do you, what do you, so, but you want them to play that way. But you say they're not that team. I think, so how can I think they be that team just, if they're not that team?
1: You know what I mean? Does that make sense? People are just. I think people just struggle with the fact that they're not a contender anymore. I,
0: but you know, but, but they're the same kind of team that they were. Well, I mean, well, they were better than this prior to the cup. But still, I. It just it's 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 frustrating to me because you say one thing coming in the season and the team and fans were right. Let's say, oh, this team is a middle of the pack team. That's what it should be. But then they complain. When they're in the middle of the pack, and it's like, I don't. You're talking on both sides of your mouth. I don't. Make, it doesn't make sense to yeah. me.
2: It's it's the, welcome it's to fandom. Right. It's the nature <laughs> of fandom, right? I I yeah, right. but temporary
0: expectations.
2: I don't know. I don't know we, to tell people. Yeah, we we can win at any point. Look what happened in 2019. Why yes. why aren't they doing that now? Well, right. it's. It,
0: it, <laughs> It's 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 funny because you know you said Jeff that uh, a lot of folks were like well oh, you know they they played poorly against uh, uh, Tampa Bay and lost and they're like ah yeah this is the same old team the coach didn't make a difference like it's one they lost one fucking game but also uh, looking back at Brube, if you want to compare it to Brube, he was like a 500 coach or under 500 after what was it 15 20 games mm-hmm. as a yeah. coach oh yeah so it's like yeah. I mean. It, I don't know. I, I, I don't. We, sometimes people just, just knee jerk reactions. Just don't make any sense from some. From
1: I remember fans. we had a discussion. I would love to, to pull some tape and I might do that since I've got all next week off. Um, I, I remember us having a discussion that year that they looked so bad under Barubi at the start. We said, are we going to see two coach firings this year? <laughs> like we because actually had that games. discussion. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think the difference between that season and this season is that going into that season, I felt, and a lot of people felt this team was a cup contender, a legit cup contender. They made Mm -hmm. all the right moves. And, but in my mind, we had the wrong coach.
1: Oh, a thousand percent.
0: Yeah. So it was like, and that's not hindsight. That's I never liked. Yo didn't think he was going to take us anywhere.
1: When, when they started like really building a cup roster, like, it was like, they're going after it. It was like, why the fuck do you have Mike Yo behind the bench? Yeah. Right.
2: And, and it was right around the time of the Bortuzo Sanford dust up in practice that Armstrong had to come out and give Barubia a vote of confidence. Right. Yep. It's he's going to need a little bit of time to turn this around. Right. So then, you know, we, we all know the story, right? The, the Bortuzo Sanford dust up. And, you know, uh, then Chad Johnson gets, uh, you know, move waved. to Anaheim. Yeah, it gets waved and Anaheim picks him up. And, uh, Philly Huso's injured. So, uh, you know, we called it. What about Bennington? Yeah. What about you Bennington? Know, right? It's funny. Why it's not Bennington? That's not going to happen again this year. Right. It's funny but because I, I, we expect it to.
0: When the, when the team isn't playing poorly, uh, isn't playing well like last game, I I, I, I mean, yeah, I'm watching the game. I'm frustrated, irritated, seeing things that they, that they should be doing better, but aren't. I get it. But uh, I'm not angry, irritated, mad because I'm my expectations for this team are, you know, they're inconsistent. I understand that. And, and I'm not demanding consistency every game because I don't think this team has that in them Um, unless there's a drastic philosophy change amongst the entire group that does make a difference, you know, with the new coach, new coach in place. You know, and it takes time, and they just they, they all come together. I guess that's possible, but you know, I, you know, they they need some changes uh, personnel wise. They need to move a couple of guys out, get a couple of guys in, get some young guys in. Uh, they got a few good prospects coming up, you know, hopefully. So,
2: I don't Zach know. I, I, I'm just
1: comes to mind. <laughs> Who? Who? <laughs> Zach do Yeah, yeah Zach I never heard of him. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I actually. Games. <laughs> I, I, I will say the only time last game that I was a little annoyed was because I felt like the defense kind of gave up. Like, And I say defense. I mean, defensive game in general with the forwards, too. I felt like once they were down three nothing, they were just like, all right, either we're going to score some goals or we're just going to lose. And it was like the defensive good- side of the puck. They didn't give yeah. a shit.
0: Wasn't that? I mean, didn't they? They have that look a lot of times last year too. I mean, they were bad last year yeah. defensively, but they had that yeah. look of giving up sometimes too. It's just like they didn't care, you know. Obviously, I think that's just too. That's just kind of the the mojo of this parts of this team. Even yeah. though the defense was playing pretty well to start the season, I I don't know. I, I'm I'm I'm. And they,
1: I think they still have some really really nice games, but yeah. yeah, last no, night that's was... the thing.
0: That's And hey, and real I, quick, let, let's yeah.
1: let's let's we it seems like we've already pivoted the last night, so let's go ahead and get into it. Blues get stomped by the Lightning six to one Tuesday night. Uh shots in the game, 33 29, Tampa Bay. Uh Bennington 18 for 23, but he got pulled out uh in the second period. And Joel Hofer came in, did give up a goal, nine on ten shots. Uh, so nine saves on ten shots. Um, but yeah, so in this game, yeah, I mean, complete. Awful defense
0: there. Well, two goal- I think they're
1: going to see two goals on Bennington that you no, 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 didn't no. like. Is that what you're no, going to say? Well,
0: at least one, maybe two, but the first two goals against him, you talk about garbage, crap, lucky goals for Tampa Bay. Yeah. The, 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 the shot that goes off like the, it was punched in with a glove when it was trying to, mm-hmm. I don't know what he was trying to do. Um, And, uh, and then the second one was like a goal mouse scramble. that was just like, gets poked in well, by the, a guy the on his knees. the first one
1: was the bad play by Bennington behind the net. Right. Bouncing right. off the right. stick.
0: Right. Well, yeah, I mean, that puck was coming around fast. They mentioned on the broadcast, and it hit the top of his stick. I mean, it, it, it popped up. So it, right, it hit, but I mean, it, you, it, it
1: you got it. yeah. I'm sorry, you, Bill, sorry. You have to blame the goalie on that one. No, it was just a a bad misplay. No,
2: it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, like I I told Jeff before the show, I watched this game mostly on fast forward. I, I just, I, I didn't have time to watch the whole thing um, with everything that's going on right now. Um, I watched the first, the first two goals. And after that first goal, I said, he doesn't have it tonight. This is not a good night um you know they they probably should think about a goalie change and when it got to three to nothing i thought that's when they should have done it right yeah. and and here tonight's the show that kurt's defending Biddington and i'm like nope he sucked <laughs> well, no, he I sucked real hard
1: today the, the fourth, the fourth he, goal i thought was the, really bad the wrist shot went hole. through his legs
0: yeah that was he saw oh. the whole way that was bad no i oh. and he, the not, way he
1: looked up in the sky too i was like Pull him. Yeah, you got to pull didn't, him here.
0: He didn't. He didn't have his his normal like great game uh, against Tampa Bay at all. But I, I'm I'm gonna, you know, I mean, he plays the puck a lot behind the net. It's a it's a we want him doing that, and it just I, I mean, first
2: better at that though.
0: Okay, well, yeah, but I'm I wouldn't. I'd still take Bennington and net against Tampa Bay. I'd, but. You know, I mean, the puck comes around the boards and it it hops up and hits off the top of his blade and comes around, and he gets it. He gets, he's back in net in time, mm-hmm. right. but then and, and, and then that shot and, that and goes wide that hits off of a glove right. and just completely that, redirects and, a ninety degree angle in the net. It's like, oh, right. that, that, that was bad that, luck.
2: There's, there's no reason for that goal of stand. right? That that. You know, that, it, that's thankfully the about, Blues. Yeah. Right, thankfully the Blues didn't challenge that. That was something that the NHL called down. But you gotta think if the NHL is calling it down, it's gotta come back, right? It's yeah. it's like VAR in soccer, right? Uh, they're telling you to go look at this. Yeah. It's coming back. And if 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 me, it was not there's no reason for that goal to stand.
0: If it was an issue where his hands are on his stick and he doesn't punch forward. Uh, and it just hits off his glove and goes in. Obviously, mm. it's a goal. But right. he extends out, and it yeah. hits his – I mean, it hits his glove hand and goes in. His hand's on his stick, but still, it, it's, it's clearly his hand that, that punches the Sorry, puck in. I, I just got to say,
1: I was I, – that's what I – I had to switch to the Tampa broadcast. Luckily, I have that option. But I was so annoyed with with Rivers and, and uh, Kelly, like – well, the Blues are challenging, Blues challenge, Blues challenge. They said the Blues were challenging yeah. like five times. And I'm like, this is not a Blues challenge. Every time a team challenges, they announce it over the intercom. They didn't yeah. do that. That is clearly an NHL challenge. So that annoyed the piss out of me. And, well, Bill, I'm with you, too. Kelly. The fact the NHL called down, I was like, uh, okay, yeah. that means it's probably coming back.
0: And Kelly Kelly said Kelly said they were challenging for a a missed oh. whip on a hand pass hand pass.
1: yeah right. <laughs> right right it's like, like what, the, what the worst, game are you watching the
2: worst possible speculation you could make right? yeah
0: he yeah. did he did correct himself and said it yeah. my mistake that was not the case but uh, I was like where'd that come from
1: yeah, yeah that was so insane.
0: I didn't I didn't like that goal against I thought I thought if his if he's if he's like I said if he's just you know if it hits his glove and goes in it's a goal but if it if he extend he extended his arm. So I'm that's he's punching it towards the net, and that's I don't I don't see how that's a goal. I it needs to be explained yeah, to me, it, I guess.
1: Right. I guess because his hand was on the stick, but still punches punches the stick? he still punches forward. He still punches forward. I yeah. agree. I am just trying to think of the NHL's justification on it.
0: It's got to, maybe they maybe they're considering the 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 hand as part of the stick ha- on the yeah, stick. So they
1: they consider the hand a, as an extension of the stick. Basically, I, I
0: assume so. But it seems weird because he's not.
1: I don't know. It's it's. Yeah, like I just I don't understand how that's different from literally him just going like that. Like how yeah. is him just because he's holding his stick, that's okay. But right. this isn't. So like, so that, if you take a sla- if yeah. you take
0: a slap shot and the puck uh, deflects off of a stick be- while you're in the act of shooting, before it gets to you and it. And it deflects up and hits off your glove while you're while you're swinging your stick to shoot, and it hits off the fingers of your glove and goes in. That seems different to me.
1: That's that, gonna count. It, I would say seems, by last night's standards, that would count. Yeah, and th- and well, that
0: situation sounds seems different to me than this out of midair. You know what I mean? He's not right. shooting; he's deflecting, and he's punching forward. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm maybe I'm being overly picky and a, and a little biased here, but I it seems like there's some difference there,
2: but yeah. I don't know to me, the, the fact that it was West McCauley right on the call uh, to, to make the announcement, it's almost like the NHL, like the way that he does it. It's like the NFL or the, the NFL, the NHL uh, said, well, you're, you're a veteran. You get to make this call and uh, make it as dramatic as possible. Right. That that's he does do thing, that. Right. It's like, was did did he have the discretion to overrule the NHL in in this play because it was the call on the ice was a goal right and he's they're they're not going to you know he's not going to take it away i don't know it it at the end of the day to me it should not have been a goal um you know and it it's the I'm I'm glad the blues weren't the ones that challenged it. It it seemed like uh you know that you know cuz that sets up Drew Bannister as the guy that's not playing the odds, right? He's he's two games uh, two, or three games and two challenges. Um that was the other thing that uh, that Rivers and um Kelly pointed out um incorrectly. Um you know it it, it that that doesn't portend well, right? You got you got a video crew that had been spot on early in the season, and you come in here and 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 get two two things that go against you right away. That's that's not pretending well. But end of the day, it's the NHL's call, and
1: uh, I just think they got it wrong. Yeah, I'll agree with that. So uh, the good news out of this game, uh, if you want to try and find the silver lining. Uh they did score a power play goal i don't I wish I would have looked this up before, but it just struck me that is two power play goals in two games. Mm-hmm. uh is that the first time this season? It okay it is. it is good, okay so cool. uh Blue scored another power play goal in this game. Yes, they lost six to one, but the silver lining power plays clicking a little bit. Uh, Justin Falk scored his first of the season as well. That was something else that was nice to see because I think we all kind of felt, when is this guy going to fucking score like a Scott Gomez kind of thing? We know he's going to score. When is it going to happen? Um, How many shots and, uh, did they uh, say yeah,
0: he had? He had uh, without scoring. It was it was a lot. He, he had was like a,
1: second among defensemen on shots, I think. behind uh,
0: Cruz. Shots on goal. I'm looking up here. Shots. He had... Yeah, 74. One goal in 74 wow. shots so far this season. That's quite, that's quite a bit.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, good for him. And I thought, I thought that was a great fucking shot, too. And mm-hmm. I think that kind of, to me, like the the pass across to him and then he just ripped a wrister, uh, that's the kind of thing we need to see more of on right. the power play. Like Wrister they,
2: through traffic. Somebody yeah, taking through eyes away. Yeah.
1: Don't, like, if you've got shin guards right in front of you, don't shoot it. But otherwise, put it on net. See what happens. Uh, so, Binnington goes 18 for 23. Hofer, 9 for 10. Um, Hofer's first action in a little while. Hofer's first action with his old uh, Springfield Thunderbirds coach, uh, Drew Bannister, behind the helm. Uh, so, next up for the Blues, who are right now sitting at 500. Thursday, uh, they will play the Florida Panthers, another tough opponent in Florida, at 6 o'clock. Saturday, they'll play the Blackhawks at 7 o'clock, and then they will have their Christmas break. Uh, Wednesday, they will resume action versus the Dallas Stars at 7 o'clock. Also should note that right now is the NHL trade freeze. So uh, for those of you who are wondering if the Blues are looking to trade Verana or anyone else, Uh, That will not happen at least till I think it's the day after Christmas when that ends. Uh, But either way, uh, trade freeze going on right now. So rapid fire tidbits from around the NHL. This was already kind of discussed a little bit earlier. The Senators are the next team to fire their coach. Uh, They fired DJ Smith as their head coach and named Jacques Martin as their interim head coach. He's
0: still living.
1: He is still living. I was surprised. When they said that, I was like, that's his son, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that guy's still around? Shaq
2: Martin was the coach of the Blues in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> I was in grade school.
1: Yeah, uh, I, was thinking, I was thinking of the made- Grinch.
2: You two were
0: still
1: living? Yes. Nice. Nice (laughs) reference. It's because I'm green, isn't it? That's that's one of my favorite lines in cinema. Um, This is
0: not pudding. What is it?
1: (laughs) uh, Senators made the announcement the day after Ottawa lost its fourth straight game with a 6-3 defeat to the Golden uh, Vegas Golden Knights on Sunday. Uh, So they had lost to the Blues, then they lost to the Stars, then they lost again to the Golden Knights the uh, Senators have missed the playoffs for four straight seasons under Smith. They were 12 points behind the Washington Capitals for the final wild-card spot in the Eastern Conference at the time of the firing. Uh, they are now 13 points behind Tampa for the second wild uh, wild-card spot in the East. Aren't they uh, supposed Tampa to win a cup this year? Yeah, this is the this year. Sp- this is the
0: year they're supposed to win the cup.
1: <laughs> so Jacques Martin, his first uh, time behind the bench with the Sen. Well, actually, I'm sorry. He has coached the Senators before. But Mm -hmm. this iteration of him coaching the senators, uh, they had a three nothing lead six minutes into the second period against the Coyotes last night. And they lost that game four to three. So uh, Ottawa, just a fucking shit show right now. I mean, there's, are slowly moving out the people they've needed to move out. Um, I don't know if I want to put DJ Smith in that category, but obviously they lost Pierre Dorian earlier this year. Uh, lots of issues with the Ottawa Senators, but uh we'll see. Maybe they're starting to write the ship. A lot of people think Craig Berube will be interviewing for that job. Mm. Uh, that would be
2: that would be interesting. And I've I've seen um was it uh Pierre Lebrun's um trade rumblings uh in including a uh Tarasenko, uh on the block teaser there.
1: Mm. Mm. interesting. Yeah, I I don't – as far as I know, I mean, Tarasenko and Bruby had a good relationship, right? So maybe they do go to him and say, hey, what do you think of Great Bruby And he'd say, fuck yeah, bring him in. He won us a cup.
0: Well, you know how people are kind of down on uh, Kairou's production. He has more points than Tarasenko.
1: Tarasenko's having so, a rough year in Six
0: goals, 13 points. So –
1: yeah, he uh, I he's he's been a little stake bitten offensively. I've seen who didn't uh, see
0: that coming though. I mean,
1: oh, I I, I did, but I he, I will I, yeah. say, kind of kind of same as Kaiju. I've seen him have a lot of good chances, but just couldn't bury it. Uh, good goaltending, good save, but yeah, at the I, same time, dude's known for having an elite shot, so he should be finding holes more. after
0: after he dusts it off. I yeah. i I'm, I I still don't understand why he went there as
1: a free agent. It's weird to me. I don't think, I don't think anybody else was looking.
0: He could have, he could have lowered his asking price. I guess maybe that's, maybe that's the most money he was offered for one year. Although I, I heard he was offered two and three year contracts, but chose to go to Ottawa for one year. I don't
1: know. I, I don't know. I I think also you have to consider, we talked about this kind of thing with Kane earlier. I, or a couple weeks ago, I think he thinks maybe if I play well with this, what is supposed to be a potent Ottawa offense, I get traded at the deadline to a contender, and then maybe I resign with them for a lot more money next year when the cap goes up.
0: Their potent offense is ninety-one goals. Ninety-one goals, and that's two more goals than the Blues have scored. And we've had massive offensive problems. So yeah,
1: yep. They uh, yeah they've they've struggled. This has been a rough year for Ottawa. They're one point
0: one point out of one point ahead of the last place last place in the in the NHL. They have 22 points and it's a Chicago and uh San Jose have 21. So,
1: remember how uh remember how the Blues were going to finish last in the entire NHL this year? Yeah, that's what uh, a lot of the pundits said.
0: Oh. Did they?
1: Last? Yeah. Yeah, a couple people said I think uh Wisinski, Wyszyn, not Washingtonsky, uh Dom, I think he was one of the ones that picked him to finish last. And I was I, like, "Really?" Have you seen the Blackhawks roster?
0: Yeah, that's that's a stupid thing to say. I mean, yeah. it's one thing to think this team is not going to be great this season, but to pick them last, you're you're trolling somebody. Uh, that's yeah, just right. stupid.
2: Right. A lot of the uh, a lot of the early season power rankings had the Blues like down in the the bottom five. And uh, yep. No yeah, I never saw. I
0: never thought that was the case. No, so no, no, no. I thought
2: I thought you know. Armstrong was almost too candid and too right with his you know our best case scenario is fighting for third right that's I I feel like that's that's where we all kind of were um you know when we were doing our our uh, season preview show and uh it it's proven true so far.
0: Yeah 30, what, 31 points and we are well we're nine points out of third right now so we're looking more like a wild card team right now but still. Yeah. I mean well, we're we're out of that too right now.
2: So, right, maybe <laughs> right. steps. No, I, I I mean my my prediction was battling for the second wild card. Yeah, same in the last yeah. two seasons, and but, and I think that's where we are.
0: It's yep. Arizona, so they're not going to stay there.
1: Uh, I don't know, I man. I know they. Connor Ingram is a hell of a goalie for them right now.
0: Right. I don't think, I, I think that I think they'll I think they'll slowly just fade.
1: I like Arizona. Mm. I really do. I think they finish ahead of the Blues in the standings.
0: I'm not saying that won't happen. I don't think Arizona makes the playoffs, though.
1: I think they'll at least be battling until game 79-80. They're a good okay. team. I like. I like what they got going in Arizona.
0: They look good against the Blues. That's for sure.
1: Uh, well, yeah. yes, at least with that Connor is, Ingram's and net. Yeah, they have for some reason they've had the Blues number the last three years or so. I don't get it. Go back to that seven game series in the pandemic yep. year. Yeah they won that four games to 3 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That was annoying.
2: That
0: was so annoying.
1: Uh well, anything else, boys?
0: No, sir. Mm.
1: No? No. No. It's
2: uh um I guess uh yeah. Are are we
1: doing an in person thing next week, boys? Yeah, I think uh, next week. So, well, here's an idea. I'm just we have not talked about this. Throwing it out there. Wednesday, they do play Dallas at seven o'clock. We could do a post game show together and watch Can't the game Wednesday. together. Can't do Wednesday. Can't, Never mind. Do Wednesday. Terrible idea.
0: Well, I, uh, I mean, well, next week is actually extremely busy for me personally. Uh, if we want to get together.
1: I don't know. Maybe, maybe we should Tuesday. Maybe I Thursday. I don't know.
2: Yeah.
0: Or, or maybe There's... maybe the following week even.
2: Yeah, Tuesday would be like it would have to be super
1: late for me. Okay. So yeah, I just say because I know um, I know we're all off next week, so that's why I thought next. Yeah, week I would know. Be a I, it would
0: it would be nice for that reason, but it. My my schedule next week is is pretty busy.
1: Okay. Uh um, maybe we'd see the next week then. I'd be fine with that. We see uh next we see uh... I mean we, yeah, shit. I take... could even I, I I said I got the week off. I could even do like Monday, Thursday. I got nothing planned next week. So why don't we talk off air? We'll figure okay, it out. We could
0: do we could do we could do Tuesday next week maybe.
1: Bill says he can't. Okay. Unless
2: it's unless it's super late, like nine o'clock. Which is our normal. Time, I was gonna
1: right? say <laughs> that's about the time we start. Um, yeah,
0: well, I say because my my kids are off through Wednesday, so that'd be, and, and I work from home, I wouldn't have to get up early, as early on the next next morning. But yeah, and whatever.
1: I thought you were off next week.
0: I'm talking the week after.
1: Oh, I'm talking, oh uh, i, I can't New even. Year. I can't even tell you about what's going on. Oh, okay, well, ne- yeah, so. next
0: week I don't. Next week, no, it's not very
2: good.
1: All right, let's let's save this. We'll have a regular show next week. Edit this shit out tomorrow. Yeah, what the hell are we doing? We should be having this conversation off air. Yeah. Uh, Well, I'll go ahead and say this now. Um, I think everybody at Let's Go Blues Radio would like to wish, and this includes Austin, even though we don't know his whereabouts. Um, But uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Uh, We'll say Happy New Year next week, but uh, Happy Boxing Day, Ken and kwanzaa. Uh, all the big holidays kwanzaa. happy yeah. kwanzaa yeah 100 so uh yep everyone here at let's go blues radio wishes you guys all the very best and again in the season of giving season of caring uh we want to thank you all for listening to the show as you do every week without you all we would not still be doing this 13 seasons later so uh thank you very much everybody for your support and for your love of let's go blues radio Support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by ID Life, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA. Visit rockinthetidlife.com for more information. That's rockinthetidlife.com and get 10% off by emailing Dustin at rockinthetidlife.com and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. Uh, and by Mike Burgoyne. I just lost my script. Uh, from real Real team. Email him at Mike at StrikeWithMike.com today for all of your home buying and selling needs. That's StrikeWithMike.com. I'm sorry, that's Mike at StrikeWithMike.com. That will wrap up episode 11 of season 13 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening and thanks for those who participated in the live chat during the show. We hope you enjoyed listening to the show as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. For Bill Day and Kirk Price, as well as the uh, eyes wide shot, eyes wide shut, loving Austin. Uh, I'm Jeff Fonder, and this was Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Let's go blues.
2: Yes, let's go blues. bon Noel. Happy holidays from Channel
1: Five. Papa Gijo.